Welcome to the Finding Clarity podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Hi folks, this is George, and we're going to be looking at another question today that really has become very relevant to the time in which we live in. So we're going to deal with episode 144 today on the Finding Clarity podcast. Now, the question that we're going to deal with today has to do with the burial or the process of burial concerning our loved ones. And specifically, here's the question, what about cremation? Cremation has become popular in our culture as a means for burial for our loved ones. Some people want to be cremated. Some people are choosing cremation because of the cost of funerals. Now, the question is, does the Bible forbid or allow cremation? And we're going to discuss this as a question today because there is some confusion that's out there in the Christian church today concerning the whole issue of cremation. So today we're going to look, first of all, at the issue of the confusion that's out there and why. Then we're going to look and see what does the Bible say, and then we're going to wrap it up with the issue of freedom. Now, you might be saying, you're going to wrap it up with the issue of freedom? What does that have to do with cremation? Well, just follow along with me, and we'll get to the last part, and you'll understand why I've titled that. So let's first address the issue of confusion. First thing I want you to notice is, is that cremation is a common form of burial in our society. It's actually becoming more and more common. I can remember years ago, as a young man or even as a child, you would hear of somebody being cremated, but most people would be buried. As we are moving along in our society and the convenience of cremation, as well as the cost of that, it has become more common for that to take place. In fact, it's interesting, when you look at the whole issue of cremation, cremation has been around for centuries, if not millennia. And today, in some nations, cremation is the primary means of burial. For instance, if you go to the nation of Japan, more than 98% of their burials are cremation. So more than 98% of the people who die are cremated. For instance, Germany, from where my relatives come from, cremation is popular as well as burial. But even when you bury someone, you only bury them for 25 years. And then maybe you have an extension of the lease for another 25. And then when that time period is over, they remove what's left of your body and place another body in its place. So cremation is really in some nations, a primary means of burial. Now, let's get to the issue of confusion here. I think everybody understands the whole issue of cremation, what takes place. That's not my place in trying to explain that here, but I do want to talk about what the Bible says about it. Now, why do we need to know what the Bible says about it? Well, the fact is, is that through the ages, some Christians have strongly objected to cremation. And you'll see that a lot of times in certain circles, whether it's Protestant or Catholic, 
The whole concept of cremation is a forbidden thing. You don't do that. Christians don't do that. And it's not uncommon, especially among older people, to hear that. Now, why is that? Well, there's many reasons why, but I'm going to focus on two of the main reasons for our podcast. First of all, they felt cremation did not recognize the future resurrection of the body. One of the main hallmarks of our belief as believers in Jesus Christ is, yes, we believe in salvation by faith through Jesus Christ, but we believe that unless the Lord comes and takes us, we, when we die, we are going to be one day resurrected. Our bodies are going to be resurrected to meet him, to meet him in the air, as First Thessalonians chapter 4 says in the rapture. Now, because of that, from the early church on, it was felt that the body needed to be buried in preparation for the resurrection. So cremation was objected to because basically it returned the body to dust, to ash. And so there was that objection to it. Here's the second reason why. From the early church on, they felt that cremation was associated with pagan religious belief. Because they looked around and they saw that cremation was often associated with burial and often associated with religious practices of the culture in which it was in, it was therefore associated with pagan religious belief. So therefore, they objected to that. And so that has carried over even in today, even though... To be honest with you, most cremations that take place today, I would say pretty much most of, if not all, have nothing to do with pagan religious belief whatsoever. It's a matter of convenience. It's a matter of choice. It's a matter, an economic decision in many ways. So most people, when they're cremated today, they're not doing it with reference to some pagan religious custom that they are adhering to or or abiding by. In fact, I would say most people would have no clue about that. It's the same thing. Let's go to another issue. There are some Christians today that forbid the use of a Christmas tree. They trace back the Christmas tree in its original origins to pagan rituals in Northern Europe. And so therefore, because of that, we can no longer use a Christmas tree. It's the same argument. And so basically, it is thought, because it was associated with these religious practices in these pagan cultures, Christians should not be using it as a means for burial. Now, here's the ultimate line with the confusion. The confusion creates an atmosphere of guilt and shame. Because of this confusion, because of the different things that are being said out there, and I've only mentioned two of them, there are others that we could spend time on, but we're not, what happens is, is that a family then who cremates their loved one, knowing these objections, or even hearing somebody express those objections after their loved one is cremated, will create issues of guilt and shame concerning cremation. Some, if they're immature, will even question whether or not that they have affected their loved one later on in the reality of his salvation. Again, that someone would be someone very immature in the faith, but do you understand what I'm saying? All of these prohibitions would create this atmosphere. 
Now, having said that, you want to ask yourself, well, what does the Bible say about cremation? Does the Bible forbid it? Does the Bible allow it? Well, you're going to be surprised by what I have to share. First thing I want you to notice is that there is no specific teaching concerning cremation in the Bible. Nowhere in the scripture are you going to find any specific teaching, whether from the Old Testament prophets or into the New Testament from Jesus and the apostles, are you going to find any specific teaching concerning the issue of cremation? Now, you say, well, there are occasions where people were cremated or burned in the Old Testament. Yes, there are occurrences of people and bones being burned in the Old Testament. Yes, but when you look at those specific texts, you're going to find that those are narrative texts. They are basic recording history of what has happened. They're not necessarily communicating either a prohibition or even an encouragement to do it. They're just simply recording what happened. But in the instances of these people being burned or their bones being burned, it's never specifically in the reference to cremation. So, for instance, when you go over to the issue in, I think, Second Kings, you'll see Josiah goes up to Bethel in what was then the northern kingdom, destroys the idol that is there and the altar that is there that Jeroboam had set up many hundreds of years before that. And you're going to see that what he does is he takes the bones from the hillside where people were buried and he has them burned on this pagan altar to desecrate it. Now, people would say, see, there it is. You're not supposed to do this. Now, well, wait a minute now. you got to remember something. That altar being desecrated has nothing to do with the worship of Yahweh. What he was doing was, is in the minds of those who worship Baal or these false gods, their altar became polluted because somebody in their belief had burnt bones on it. And that's why Josiah did that. So that's not a good reason not to be cremated. So basically what I'm trying to show to you is, is that cremation is not specifically addressed in teaching, either in the Old Testament and New Testament. To go one step further, the Old Testament law does not command a body not to be burnt. Nowhere in the law, which was how they were to function, as a society, the nation of Israel, when Moses gave those directions, and he gave directions for everything, how cattle should be handled, how animals should be handled, how marriages, everything down to the food, even down to cleanliness and so forth. The reality is, is that there is no teaching in the Old Testament Mosaic law to tell us not to burn a body in cremation. There's no law that commands the body not to be burnt. In fact, what you're going to see also is, is that the law does not assign any curse or judgment on someone who is cremated. So you're not going to see anywhere where it says, cursed is the man. Well, we know that. Cursed is the man who is hung on a tree. You're not going to see that with reference to cursed is a man whose body is burnt in burial. You're not going to find that anywhere in the scripture. 
So what I'm trying to say to you is, yes, tradition says this, but the reality is, is that the Bible does it. Now, the problem is, though, when we try to govern our lives by tradition in areas that the scripture doesn't teach about. So that then brings us to the whole issue of freedom. So that's why I wanted to bring this to you in the last part before we kind of come to a conclusion with our question, what about cremation? The first thing I want you to remember as we talk about the issue of freedom, it must be remembered that the destiny of men is not determined by someone else's actions or choices. Our destiny, my destiny, we'll take me for an example. My destiny as to whether or not I go to be with the Lord or whether or not I go to hell is not the choice or the or based on the actions of my parents or my family members. It's based upon me, whether or not I've come to Jesus Christ in faith. So when I die and my family decides what to do with me with regards to burial, their choice of whether or not to bury me or cremate me is not going to affect my destiny whatsoever. We need to recognize that. That will help deal with this aspect of guilt that some people feel with regards to the burial of their loved one. The second thing I want you to point, see here is this. Cremation is a matter of individual choice and freedom. What do you mean by that? Well, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 8. I'm going to read you this. Now, this has to do with the issue of food, eating food which was offered to idols. We're going to use the illustration of food offered to idols to get to a greater principle with regards to the issue of cremation. Here's what Paul writes. Now concerning things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. If anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God... This one is known by him. Therefore, concerning the eating of things offered to idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, and that there is no other God but one. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father, of whom are all things, and we for him and one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom are all things and through whom we live. However, there is not in anyone that knowledge. For some with consciousness of an idol until now eat it as a thing offered to an idol, and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. But food does not commend us to God. For neither if we eat are we better, nor, if we do not eat, are we worse. But beware, lest somehow the liberty of yours becomes a stumbling block to those who are weak. For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, will not the conscience of him who is weak be emboldened to eat those things offered to an idol? And because of your knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died. 
But when you thus sin against the brethren and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes your brother stumble, I will never again eat meat lest I make my brother stumble. All right, that's the issue of food being offered to idols. Now let's take the principles here and transfer it over to the issue of cremation. Now, with regards to the issue of food offered to idols, Paul's saying that an idol is nothing. You have the freedom to eat meat that's offered to an idol. However, if your brother has a conscience that can't accept that because he still thinks it's food being offered to an idol, then don't eat. All right, let's bring it over to cremation. Scripture does not specifically teach yes or no about cremation. However, there is this tradition. So basically now, the reality is we know that the body is resurrected by the Lord, period, from whatever condition it's in, whether it's cremated or not. And let's remind ourselves, since the beginning of time, there have been thousands who have died and been buried and their bones and body have returned to dust. In the last days, God is going to raise them all up in their bodies. He's going to reconstitute their bodies. Even if you think about those even today who, for instance, are burned up in a house fire or an explosion or something, the reality is is that they're not lost from taking part in the resurrection of humanity later, either at the great white throne judgment or in the resurrection unto life with believers, the reality is, is God raises them up. He is the one who raises them up. So you know cremation is not going to affect that. You also know that cremation has nothing to do with pagan practices and so forth. Pagan practices are nothing. Your God is everything. So here's the reality. It's a decision that you have to make. If it affects your conscience, because in some way, maybe you're tweaked by these two examples or other, some other example as to why not to do it, then for your own conscience sake, don't do it. But if you feel that there's no prohibition and it's okay for me to be cremated or have my loved one cremated, then go for it. It's, that's not the issue. You have freedom in Christ to do it. Now, why do you have that freedom? Because the Bible doesn't teach you that you will be affected by the issue of cremation. It doesn't give you any kind of teaching concerning the issue of cremation. Because here's the bottom line. The Lord will one day raise up one's remains in the resurrection. Period. God is the one who will raise up the bodies to meet him either in judgment or or to life with the resurrection. So let's get to our conclusion. Here we are, we're in a culture where cremation is becoming quite popular again. Now the issue is, should that be an option or should that not? Well, from the standpoint of Scripture, there's no prohibition. Now the issue becomes, what do you think about the issue? Does it bother you? Is your conscience piqued in one way or another? Then you have to wrestle with that yourself. 
but recognize that God doesn't forbid cremation. That's a personal choice. And you have liberty in Jesus to make that decision. However, if you are bothered or hold to something that basically you can't see that it's okay, then your choice is you need to do a burial as most do anyhow. So it's up to you. And may God give you the wisdom as you make that decision. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you and I face on a daily basis, and we want to know, what do we do in this circumstance, or what do we know about what the Bible says concerning this issue? And typically, we're looking at questions that we wouldn't necessarily address in a morning service or in a Sunday school time or even a Bible study, but they are questions that we have to face on a day-to-day basis. So we try to answer those questions here. If you have a question and you'd like to get those to us, just get in touch with us and we will make sure to see about answering your question here on the podcast. Until next week, take care.